Hey, thanks for joining us for another message from the City Church. We're a local church in Mississauga, Ontario, gathering in community as we move closer to Jesus. We hope this message from our lead pastor, Brent Coulter, encourages you wherever you're joining us from today. Good afternoon, everyone. How are you guys doing today? Great. It is great to see you all. You guys should be the the refreshed ones, you came to the 11 service. When I asked that question at the 8.30 service, there was a lot of moans and groans. But it is great to see you all here this morning. All month long here at the City Church, we have been discussing Christmas and talking about all of the things that we do every year, not only as a church, but, you know, in the city, in the nation, North America, and so many different places around the world. People are celebrating Christmas. And we have spent money on decorations and we're going to spend money on food and presents and there's going to be people on your street putting up lights on their houses. And the big question is what we're talking about this Christmas is why? Why are we doing all of this? And sometimes when we have a bunch of traditions, uh, which are all good and they're all fun to partake with and, and to be a part of, when we have all of these traditions, sometimes we forgot how all of the traditions got started. And as we talk about Christmas, the Christ event uh, is the epicenter of what has happened that we continue to celebrate, and the church takes this opportunity every December to celebrate Christ coming to the earth. And what we've been trying to decipher this December is what does it actually mean? Because it's, it's so fun to do all the traditions and we've got lights on up, up on our house and we've got a, a tree with lights on it and we're going to put gifts under the tree. But we have to ask ourselves the question, why? What is the thing that happened to cause all of this to happen? And why is it that every year at Christmas time we have an expectation that people should be kind and people should be nice because it's Christmas or because we're celebrating this Christ event that things should actually be different and things should be different on the inside of me. And when we look in the scripture, there's great details about the story of Christ. We're going to read some of those things next week at our carols and candles service. But there's also a lot in the scripture about what it meant for Jesus to come. It's so great to know about the manger and the star and the wise men and the shepherds and all of those things. But what does it all mean for us? There was somebody in and around the time of Jesus, his name was Simeon, and he was waiting, the scripture says, for the consolation of Israel, for the salvation of Israel. And it was revealed to him that he was still going to be alive when the Jewish Messiah was born. And so he's there at the temple and he's praying. And all of the great events in and around the birth of Jesus and the wise men and the star and all of these things had happened. And so Joseph and Mary brought Jesus to the temple to fulfill the Jewish ceremonial laws and things like that. And Simeon was there and he had the opportunity to talk about what the birth of Jesus would mean. And we can read about that here in Luke chapter 2, verse 29. And it says this, Simeon is speaking. He says, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. In other words, Simeon saying, I can die in peace now that I've seen the coming of the Messiah. But what does the coming of the Messiah mean for us? Verse 30, For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people. Now, how would they, they would categorize people, Gentiles and Israel. In other words, that's all people. And like it says there, all nations. The angel said to the shepherds, this is good news of a great joy that will be 
for all people. That the story of Christmas, the story of Jesus coming to the earth, the earth is for all people. And we see this, that Simeon was saying that uh, there was something prepared, there was salvation and there was something prepared and it was for everybody. Now, one of the things that happens at Christmas time is there is a lot of preparation going on. We are preparing our houses and we're, we're, we're going to the mall and we're fighting traffic to buy gifts. Why? Because we're getting ready for Christmas morning and there's a lot of food being prepared. I, I've already seen a bunch of your Instagram stories. You know, you're going to a lot of parties and, and what does it take to have a great spread of food for someone to come to your house? It takes a lot of preparation. But Simeon was saying that God had prepared something for all of us. Now, in my house, I, I am more of a partaker of the preparation versus a person who actually prepares. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? Like we have Christmas decorations and Christmas things and I carry the boxes for those things wherever my wife wants me to put the things and then she prepares and she does all of the gift wrapping and she does all of the food preparation. Now before you feel bad for her, she doesn't actually want me to do it, okay? Nobody actually wants me to prepare food for them. You know, like the little girl there in the video, I'm pretty much only good at pancakes and spaghetti. That's pretty much all that I can make. So I, nobody wants me involved in food preparation. And nobody wants me involved in gift wrapping. I'm a very bad gift wrapper. I don't have the patience. I don't have the attention to detail. You know, I'm, getting, I'm wrapping and that rips in the corner and I don't have enough time to do new paper. So I just tape the rip. You know what I'm saying? One of those things. And so my wife wraps all of the gifts in our home, including her own. Any moms in the house? And in fact, between the, the last two services, she told me what I bought her for Christmas. I am such a good husband. I just found out how amazing I am. So she told me about her gifts, and she actually wrapped this gift. I said, babe, you know, I want to have a, a, picture, uh, a present on the stage while I'm preaching, and I want it to be nice and sparkly. And you can see how she can make things so beautiful and sparkly. So she is the main preparation per person in our household to get ready for what? To get ready to celebrate Christmas. Now, what a lot of times we don't see in the preparation, in the food, and in the wrapping of gifts that is there, though, what is it? Why would we prepare food for our family and friends coming over to our house? Why are we buying gifts for people? See, sometimes the gift just becomes the thing, the surface thing. But what's in the gift that we can't actually see is love. At the heart of any Christmas preparation is love. You can't see it in the gift, though. We can't see it physically, but it's there down deep. When my wife gets sequestered to wrap all of our presents, she's there about six or eight hours, generally speaking, at some point, and she's wrapping the majority of the gifts for our daughters. Why is she doing that? Because she loves our daughters in every fold and in every tape preparation and every uh, hot glue. This is hot glue, friends. This is not tape. This is hot glue wrapping. Every application of those things, love gets attached to it. See, and God made preparation for us to be in a relationship with him. And this is what the Jesus event is all about. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18 says this. And all of this is a gift from God. 
See, God is the giver of gifts. God gives us life and he gives us salvation. He gives us all that we need. He gives us forgiveness. The the gifts and talents that you have, the abilities that you have, they are a gift from God who has brought us back to himself through Christ and God has given us this task of reconciling people to himself. Now listen, verse 19. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. God was in the gift. And when we think about what's in the gift, the the gift is God's love for us. And then what happened that it's, the scripture tells us here that he's not counting people's sins against it, that God has made a way by giving the gift of Jesus for us to be in a relationship with him. And this is the story of Christmas, that God has reconciled all mankind. He's not holding our sins against us anymore. And even if this is your first time in church, God has made a way for you to have a relationship with him. You just didn't know. Or maybe you didn't choose it yet. My daughter is in third year university. And this year, she's living on residence and she's an RA, a resident advisor. And that means she's responsible for about 10 to 15 girls there on her floor. And going into this year, as she was preparing for the year, she got a name, got the names of all of the girls that were going to be living on her floor. And then so she went um, to all the freshmen coming in and she followed them on Instagram and tried to connect with them on Instagram. And so she followed one of the girls who was an incoming freshman and this girl followed her back. So Avery has a friend at school and her friend is a twin. And these two twins are adopted. So this girl that Avery just followed on Instagram, this incoming freshman, she went through Avi's Instagram. You know how you do when you, when you get a new follower or somebody follows you or you follow them back. You know, you go down deep in their Instagram. You know what I'm talking about? You go about four or five years down and it's, it's, a, it's, it's a strange road in Instagram about four or five years ago. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? But this girl went, this new incoming freshman went on Avery's Instagram and this girl uh, was adopted as well like these two girls this friend of Avery's and they were adopted as well so this incoming freshman knew that she had older twin sisters but she didn't know anything she didn't know where they were living didn't have any details about their lives and so she went to Avery's Instagram and she saw this girl on her Instagram that kind of looked like her So she went from Avery's Instagram to this other girl's Instagram who's a twin that was adopted. And she's thinking, I think this girl is my sister. So we're coming up to Labor Day weekend and and this is the Sunday before Labor Day. And Labor Day is the day when all the new freshmen arrive. And so the Sunday night before Labor Day, this girl messages Avery's friend on Instagram and she says, I think you're my sister. And they have a discussion and they talk a little bit and they realize that they are related. Now, they had been adopted to two separate families in Ontario, living about six hours apart. And so they had a, they had a FaceTime discussion the Sunday night. And then on the Monday morning, when she arrived at school, the older sister came down and helped her younger sister to her, her room in residence. And they have rooms side by side 
on residence. It's an amazing story. It's a wonderful story, but it's what we see in this story is that they, they found a relationship that was always there, but then they just realized that it was true. And this is our relationship with God, that God has made a way for all of us to know him. And this is the Christmas story. And God is wanting us to walk in that relationship that has already been provided for in the gift of Christ. And the question is, are we going to receive the gift that God gives to us? Romans chapter 6 verse 23 says this, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So it's not just Jesus in the manger. Man, it's the gift of salvation. The question is, are we going to receive the gift that God gives us? What's in the gift? What's in the gift is God's love and God's desire to be in a relationship with you and I. And all you and I have to do is say yes. Another part of the Christmas story, Matthew chapter 1, verse 22 says this, And all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Why does God want to be with you and I? It's the same reason we have a Christmas party. It's the same reason we want to have gifts for our friends. It's the same reason we want to get together with our family. What is that reason? What is that reason that we can't actually see in the wrapping and the food preparation? The thing in the gift is the love. That God wants to be with you. Emmanuel, God with us. And this is the meaning of the Christ event. This is the meaning of the Christ story. Not that God is somewhere distant somewhere else, but that God is actually present with us by his spirit and he invites us into a relationship with himself that already exists because he loves you and wants to be with you. See, God created you to love you now and for eternity. And all we have to do is say yes. The road has been paved God is not holding your sins against you. He invites you into a relationship with himself. So if you are here this morning and you have never said yes to Jesus, you have never said yes to that relationship that God has already made a way for us by giving us the gift of Christ. What's in the gift? His love. So when we say yes to a relationship with him, what are we saying yes to? We're saying yes to his love. We're saying yes to his desire to be with us. Thank you for taking the time to listen in. Be sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for other messages. For more content from The City Church or to connect with us, visit us at thecitychurch.ca or find us on Facebook or Instagram at citychurchgta. Thanks again for joining us.